All right, guys, welcome back in Sports Cards Nonsense, new episode. It is a Thursday. It is February 11th. This will drop tomorrow morning, Friday. Uh, make sure you check it out on Spotify, under the Ringer Network, anywhere else you get your podcasts. I like to get Already the plugs with in the early. Drops and I get promos. the drops in early. You I'm didn't even tell anybody I was here. Okay. I'm jittery. Jesse, <laughs> I'm not going to, we don't need to introduce the introduction. No. On. At this yeah, point, I good. feel like people should. If you don't know who we are, then get out, you know? That's what I say. That's, Let's get rid dr- of our audience. There's a drop. <laughs> there's a drop for you. This is, this is the kind of show it's going to be today. I literally had no interest in doing a show at all today. So now You're I'm trying tired. to fake it. And now I'm just You're excited. A little sleepy. I've been sucking down these LaCroix, which are disgusting. I had no diet no caps left. So that's good. Burp and I'll show because of it. Jesse. Why don't you brag cannot, about it? We just talked about this. This is how, You know what? Talk about a, a subject right off the top. People want to hear about Jesse physically can't burp. Why are we like we haven't That's gotten it. a big picture and we get to the fact that my esophageal sphincter is too tight that I can't burp. It's a physical did, thing, folks. It's real. That's a, I need a handicap sticker. Let's get to it. I'm already bored. Go. <laughs> big, <laughs> big picture. Big a picture. train wreck. Do you want to like you want to tell uh, the people what the show's about today? We went from Gary V to this train wreck. Perfect yeah. timing. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to talk some 90s basketball. That's a surging market. We're going to definitely dig into that a little bit. Uh, the Mahomes dump that's happening right now. We'll talk a little vintage football. The 101 this week is going to be about grading and grading terms. We'll do the uh, straight cash homie. That's your segment, obviously. Straight cash homie. We're going to go big on the mailbag segment this week because we missed it on the last show, so we got a bunch this time. We're going to try to introduce this new segment. Again, I came up with the name, and I already hate the name. Ringer Discord-ish. <laughs> eh. <laughs> it is bad. I, I I'm telling you. I, 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 need, I need more context, but it sounds great. Yeah, it's, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> and then uh, some weekly pickups I had in, the, uh, in my hobby buying adventures this week. This episode is brought to you by 7-Eleven. What if I told you you could get a big snack almost anywhere for less than five bucks? Let's talk 7-Eleven's $3 big meal deal with seven rewards. Big meal deal is a big bite hot dog and a large big gulp drink. And you won't find a better snack deal anywhere else. Here's what I put on my hot dog mustard and that's it that's it i love a hot dog with mustard maybe if the chili if i'm feeling it if i'm feeling crazy maybe a little chili maybe a little nacho cheese but i'm a hot dog and mustard guy but if that sounds like your kind of bite visit 7-eleven valid through 1725 7-eleven has the right to end this promotion early plus tax applicable on large big gulp only participating u.s stores only see app for full terms all rights reserved This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Get us to the big um, picture. I'm already. Let's it, has get it been to 40 the, minutes yet? <laughs> let's has get it been to the 40 big minutes picture. Yet? This is what happened. Bring the excitement. All right. This is the one time I have any insight into sports at all is 90s basketball. Let's sure. talk about the surge. What's going on, Mike? 
All right, so 90s basketball is absolutely on fire, right? Hall of Famers, Hall of Fame types. We've talked specifically a lot lately about KG and Duncan. Their markets are nuts. Uh, Gary V mentioned how high he was on Shaq. There's a reason the Shaq market's insane. So we had a breakdown of five guys this week. Uh, I want to know, too, if you know any of these five after I read the names. I'm, I am interested. So we had Tracy McGrady, Allen Iverson, Ray Allen, Steve Nash, Vince Carter. Any of those familiar names to you or not really? I, I know all of them except McGrady. I don't know why that's not a, that's not ringing a bell. But the rest okay. of them, yes. Yeah, actually, that's not. So Tracy McGrady played up in Canada. He kind of is one of those forgotten, although he was he played some of his career in Canada. He moved around quite a bit, Houston, Orlando. Um, so basically, you know, uh, one thing we've done with Tim Duncan and with KG as we've broken some of these guys down, Emmett Smith, Barry Sanders, we've done it. You know, it's like they have that flagship card, the one that everybody chased forever. And now new people are coming into the hobby. They want a rookie card of these guys and they're not going to pay absolute top dollar. So like for Tim Duncan, the Topps Chrome card was crazy money, over 4,000 bucks now. It's like, yeah, but I just want a nice rookie. What about the finest at four or 500 bucks? So we actually had a, an intern who we'll get to here in a little bit. He did a nice little a, a breakdown. You've got the sheet open, I hope, because you, you yep. need these numbers. So like Tracy <laughs> McGrady, for example, his 97 Tops Chrome card average sale is just under 700 bucks. Population is 818. I mean, it's, that's a, that's expensive. 700 bucks for a card. A lot of guys just don't have 700 bucks. The PSA 9, though, you can get for about 15 to 20% of that value, which I don't hate. That's actually not a bad price. But again, there's room in that market. So again, you come in, you want a Tracy McGrady rookie, the Flair rookie card, which actually is a really nice card. It's an action shot of him going up for a dunk. Uh, really nice looking card. PSA 10s, you're talking like 120 bucks. And here's the interesting thing. There's 187 of those in the pop. That's a crazy. huge swing in price. Yeah, from 700 bucks to a buck 20, you can get that. You yeah. know, and Tracy McGrady is one of the few superstars from that era that I don't think has actually hit his full potential in pop yet. And what's crazy about that, you have this number. What's the PSA sales and report on that card, the Flair? So on that one, only total pop for the 10 is 187. Right, but what's the 9? The 9 the is, nine close, is 143. It? Yeah, okay, so less of a population on the 9. What's that card selling for? I mean, last few sales <clears throat> were $40, $50, $60. I mean, it's not a lot. So high-end, call it 60 bucks. Again, there's kind of what I would call like just a little bit of a glitch in the market. A card with a crazy low population, Hall of Fame, superstar type caliber, and he's still relevant mm-hmm. on TV all the time. I think he's on TNT or whatever, ESPN. He's all over the place, so still socially relevant. For 60 bucks, you can get a PSA 9 of that card. So if you don't have $700 to spend on his Topps Chrome, I, I like the look of that card. Like That's a cool-looking card. It's nice, it's a clean grade, and it's cheap. Well, I it's only for half of what the other PSA 9 for the... That's what I mean. PSA yeah. I mean, Half of that. And the population's way lower. Yeah. Crazy. Now, the next guy, is, well, and we got to get Simmons on the show again. I'm going to I'm gonna beg and grovel. You know little... Simmons has never been on the <laughs> show, right? Oh, I was on his show. That's right. Well, <laughs> we'll invite him. I can't wait to meet twice. him. Maybe one day he'll. he'll I don't think there's ever any reason for me you to speak to him. But that's just me. That's just me. I'm not saying anything. It could be a good thing. He is a big Allen Iverson guy. So Allen Iverson. Again, 1996 draft, same as Kobe. The Topps Chrome is like the card. Topps Chrome for guys in that era, by and large, is the card people want, like that base card. His PSA 10, Bill actually texted me about this, sold over 12 grand a couple days ago. Before that, it was like seven to eight. It was already going crazy. The 12th, I mean, just nuts. But the population, 672. Again, not a crazy high population. PSA 10, 672. Yeah, under 1,000, so not a crazy population. But who's got 12,000 bucks to spend on a card? Yep. Some people do, but but a lot of people don't. A PSA 9 of that same card, you're talking probably now with the adjusted market, 1200 I mean, I would say probably 10% of the value. 
2,300 for population. I don't really love that play either. So again, that's one of those, well, what else does AI have from that era? He's got a bunch of rookie cards. He was in everything because he was such a high draft pick. Like the 1996 upper deck. So there's an upper deck, but there's also an upper deck collector's choice. I actually kind of like the collector's choice card better. Way lower pop. The pop, te- I, I got to, we double checked these and it was weird. The population report, which means how many are actually in existence for a PSA 10 of a 96 upper deck collector's choice, Allen Iverson, 61. That is stupid low. That's lower than the 95 Garnett Flair we talked about, which is stupid low. Well, you it's crazy low, but it's 10% and then the value. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so you can, buy, and you can buy the card. As of right now, there was a card sitting on eBay for 300 bucks. You could hit the buy it now. Insane. That's, That's like super 5% low. percent of whatever the, the Yeah, the top, top scroll chrome line. 10. Yeah, the same thing with the PSA 9. If you want an even lower price point for 70 bucks, you can get a PSA 9 collector's choice. So I did look. There's not a lot of those under 100 right now. But still, for 100 bucks, population's 307. That's just an I, e- to me. That's yeah. an easy value buy. AI is awesome. Like anybody who grew up in the '90s, our age or younger, or our age or older, remembers Allen. That dude was a beast. I remember him going back and forth with Kobe. I mean, they had the finals run. Iverson was awesome to watch, and he was a little dude. Like he was like five <laughs> ten. I mean, did it, any. Did you relate, it, Mike? Five ten still really tall to me, so I didn't relate. <laughs> that, I didn't relate that well. Muggsy Bolt was the one that you were more Muggsy. Like, who? Don't don't make me do it. Say the last Muggsy, name. Muggsy Beauregard. <laughs> I know it's Muggsy Bo, Bo, Bogues. Bogues. That's what I said. I'm you notice how close. supportive I'm being. We'll talk about that <laughs> later. You're Why doing are you being great so, nice? so far. Uncomfortable. Next guy on the list. So I like AI. Again, collector's choice. I, I would just stay away from the Topps Chrome. That card's crazy high, so just get something else. Same thing with Vince Carter. His Topps Chrome. PSA 10s are doing like 1,500 and above now in the last few. 400 population, which isn't bad. PSA 9s of the Chrome. Actually, the PSA 9s are probably not bad. If you can get that for 300 bucks or less, I don't hate that, although the population's just under 4000 But again, a lot of money. So a great alternative, which I did look this one up, the 1998 Stadium Club. For PSA 10s, there's only 45. Stupid, stupid low number of these. Now, there are two variations. The one where he's hanging off the rim is kind of the, the one we, we focused in on this week. You can still buy that card for like 250 right now. That Crazy. seems insanely cheap. Yeah. The PSA 9 of that same card, literally the last two sales, $25 and $26. The population's $525. I, I don't care, like, I, I don't care how many there are. For $25 bucks for a card or PSA 9, it just seems like a no-brainer. Like his PSA 9 paper card of top sells for 200 bucks. This just seems crazy cheap. I think I mean, Carter across the board is cheap, and he just retired last year, so. We were talking about this. It, this doesn't make sense to me because these are names I actually know, which if yeah, I and know you're, them. You're it, a numbers guy. You're it, looking at the numbers. And well, and if I know the name, I know that means that they did something in their career that is, you know, past retirement. They're still well known. The thing is, Zion, Ja, you know, Luca, these guys are all doing them. great right now, but their populations are insane and we don't even know what they're going to end up doing throughout their career. These are established in the record books. This is what these guys did. And they're selling for peanuts compared. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, this has got to be surged. a big, yeah, this, this is, is why be a it's big blow up. So I think what you're seeing now is people are honing in on that one card. So like Topps Chrome have gone nuts. Garnet, and then the finest Duncan, the Garnet Flair. That's what you're seeing happen now. The next dude, Ray Allen, he's got some really high end stuff. I'll tell you right now, a great buy looking at the numbers. 1996 Bowman's best. Like Ray Allen, 
the second greatest shooter in the history of the game behind Steph. And he was a Celtic, so that means he's even better than Steph's ever going to be. Won a championship <laughs> with the Celtics, won a championship with the Heat. He had the game winner against um, San Antonio in game six, I think that was, before they won the, the game six. seven and, and clinched that. You remember that one? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Big fan. Mm-hmm. So his Bowman's best, 90, 1996 Bowman best, PSA 10, 174 copies. Last one sold for 150 bucks. I will say this. If you look for Ray Allen stuff, it's actually tough to find. Some of his stuff you just won't see. But a PSA 9 Bowman's Best Rookie, population's 400. You're talking 50 bucks. Ray Allen, and Ray Allen hasn't been enshrined in the Hall of Fame yet either. So he's another guy. I actually think Ray Allen is an awesome buy. After I looked at these numbers, now when you try to find his tops chrome, impossible. The population is stupid low. There's, I did not find a single PSA 10 tops chrome card for sale in any of the Facebook groups I'm on or on eBay right now. And I didn't find any recent sold. Just tough to find. But I think Ray Allen stuff in general, again, he was kind of that second level. Definitely a Hall of Famer, great player, one of the all-time great shooters, but he was never a Kobe level. He was always like that tier two superstar. I think he's a great buy. I like the Bowman's best card because of the population and the price, but I think there's a ton of his rookie stuff that is super, super cheap. Uh, And then the same thing, man, we're focused on 96. So Kobe... Nash, who we're going to talk about in a second, Ray Allen, uh, Allen Iverson, all 96. 96 draft class was insane. So Steve Nash, same thing. Steve Nash stuff is, he's got the Topps Chrome stuff, which is thousands now, over three grand a piece and, and climbing still. So I don't love the Topps Chrome play. Like that's the one people have focused in on. Hey, this is the expensive one. Okay, cool. But I do love like, again, his Bowman's Best, which is the same set as Ray Allen. Super low population. 300 bucks, 360 is the highest sale. Everything else was under 200 bucks. So I would say he's trending up. You're going to pay 300 bucks. That seems stupid cheap to me. PSA 9 Bowman's Best. And again, I say I bring up Bowman's Best cuz it's a nice brand, it's a high quality card. Mm-hmm. PSA 9s for 40 and 50 bucks. Population's 131. Like and Steve does, Nash is coaching no the sense. Yeah, and Steve Nash is coaching the Nets. So you talk about a guy he's not in the Hall of Fame yet, I don't think. I have to double I forget how long he's been gone. He might be. Check if Steve Nash is in the Hall of Fame yet, please. But he's coaching the Nets. I, I have already, I'm on record as saying I think the Nets are coming out of the East, and I hope they do because I have a ton of money tied up in Kevin Durant. I would love to see that. I will have a little man heyday just throwing around $2 bills from 1978. It'll be a fiesta in this place. But <laughs> super yeah. relevant. Looks like he was in the inducted in the Hall of Fame. He was. Does it have a year? Um, it makes sense. He's been retired a while. And he was definitely a first ballot guy. You know what's good for the podcast is dead air. This is my fault. Yeah, I did not no, preface at all. Okay, <laughs> he's just, in the Hall of Fame. So he's yeah, not going to find the Hall of Fame. There you go, 2018. So he's not going to have the Hall of Fame bump because it's already happened. But the rest of his stuff hasn't bumped aside from Topps Chrome. He's relevant because he's coaching one of the best teams in the league. Just like, again, those are some of the things that don't make sense. Like you brought up, and even Gary mentioned it, crazy high populations on these kids no one knows about. But like, what, what about these dudes? Who, are, who in the game right now is going to have a better career than Steve Nash? That's rhetorical, obviously, because I'm not yeah, expecting yeah, you to know that, but you stop might. Stop asking me that. If you told me John Morant ended up having a more impactful career, okay, maybe. But Steve Nash is like one of the top five point guards of all time. Like The market just hasn't caught up yet, aside from that one card. Here's what's key about going over all of this right now is because all the guys, not all the guys listening, but a, a good chunk are very brand new to this hobby as far as being in it in the last few months they may have yeah, been six, it, last six months to a year. Yeah, but they may have been in it like 20 years ago. And that's where their card collecting stopped with these guys in their collection. So they're sitting on top of these guys already. These populations are low now, but who knows what they're going to be in the next few months. But I guarantee you it's not going to be anywhere close to what they 
the new rookies are going for. So Not even I think the new guys coming in are sitting on a little chunk of cash. Yeah, I just think there's stuff there. And honestly, the reason I don't think the populations will jump that much either is if you've been sitting on a car for 20 years, the chance of it still being gem mint are, are slim. As yep. opposed to the amount of sealed product out there for new stuff, you can still rip. I mean, I've got a case of prism in my closet here. We could rip those. We're going to hit a bunch of Zion. Some of those with gem. And there's just way, way more produced now. Point being, there's other guys too we didn't even do research on. Paul Pierce getting ready to be inducted this year. His stuff's going to jump. And Pierce is another guy. His tops chrome's expensive. The rest really has not moved the needle nearly as much. Dirk Nowitzki, another dude from that 98 class. 98 was another class. Those two guys, Vince Carter. I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody else. But there's so many guys from that mid to late 90s time period that I just don't think have anywhere near reflected what their value is going to actually settle at. So I think there's good buys there for sure. I would just stay away from the top card. Stay away from yeah. Topps Chrome. I just don't. I don't know that the growth is still there for Topps Chrome on almost any of those guys. But you look at other alternative brands. Check up the pops. I think is. I think there's a ton of. I think there's a ton of value there. Uh, that yeah. whole report, by the way, Max the intern. I don't like Max the name e. Max. I, here's what we're gonna do. I haven't told him <laughs> this yet. And Max just. This was his first assignment here. I, he killed it. He sent us like a nice spreadsheet, ton of pictures, like pictures, breakdowns, everything. Uh, I was actually very impressed. I'm not going to tell him that, obviously. No, he doesn't. Max is from Indy, though. <laughs> I'm going with we call him Indy the intern. I like that. I don't like Max. I can't. I could think of nothing from Max. Max is nice. I, it's a short and sweet. Indy. Indy now so I got we, two syllables when I could have had one. Indy. Uh, is that two syllables? In, oh, good. Indy. Move on to the next. Subject. Indy. Let's say it quick. <laughs> Last and thing as well. While I'm complimenting people, third oh, man possibilities. This is something third we've man. also been discussing lately. We've joked about the last few episodes, but we are actually contemplating some different possibilities. So for those older folks like me and you, I guess 35 now, 34 is old in this hobby. Tony Reale, stat boy. I loved it when he came on for that. I think if Max doesn't screw the pooch on this whole thing, I say we have Max on once every couple of weeks. A couple yeah. of little segments, throw his numbers at us. We haven't run us. this by him, but yeah. Well, I mean, he may not return our emails after today. I don't know. <laughs> but I say we throw this to Indy. Say, hey, come on, throw some stats on it. Maybe a live report here. There's potential. Also, I, I liked so. having, Gar- having Gary V. I did like having another sports guy on for a portion to bounce ideas off of. I think that's something we, me, even me and you talked about. You know, growing, dude, this show's a month old. We don't know what we're doing yet. I mean, it's Absolutely. pretty pretty clear, I think, to most people listening. Um, but people, you know, so I, I don't mind, I don't hate the, the, I don't hate the rotating casting couch type of thing every once in a while. It's not going to be every show. Uh, and people, you know, th- this comes up again too. We're not even being critical. Like, well, what's what is the what is the reason for Jesse being on the show though if he doesn't know sports? Wait, yeah. what? People say this. What's happening? So this has come up, right? He- here's the reason. I think me and Jesse have more fun talking and we're more entertaining than anybody else doing this right now. I don't need Jesse That's- to come back and recite stats and like. Tell me what player was great and be nostalgic about a 1998 basketball game. Like, that's great. But two guys just sitting there nerding out who have the exact same perspective on things is not that appealing to me. I, I like that. Just here's the other thing with Jesse. I goof on Jesse every show, sometimes too much. Right. I can't do that with other people because they get sensitive and call or text me after. Jesse did call <laughs> me after last show. Wait, not overly no, sensitive. What's happening? You were fine. I'm just saying. So like, oh, why don't we have another sports guy? That's why. I think it would be super boring to have two guys and you're nerding out about cards. I would much rather have my buddy on here who I can goof with and just have fun. I don't know. I think it's fun. I think it's more entertaining. I, do. I cry I'm one sh- time. I cry one time. You hung up on me one time. You hung up on me one time. Okay. Well, you deserved it. You were being mean. 
I'll go back. I mean, we can go back in history if we want to talk. <laughs> if we want to talk history, we'll talk. That's the point, though. I am not interested in having an all sports, all the time thing. It's cool that we talk sports. It's cool that we talk sports cards. If it's not entertaining, which some people don't think it's entertaining, that's fine. Go somewhere else. They're I'm just mean. saying. There's a good little back and forth here. That's why we keep Jesse around. Jesse is, and Jesse is not an employee. Jesse is a partner. Jesse owns half oh. this company. So if I go down, I'm taking this whole thing with me. You can take I know 49. all the passwords. I know where all the keys are hidden. They're all the same. <laughs> there you go. But we are going to start working on a third man here and there because I do like the dynamic that Gary brought. Mikey's take of the week. Yeah, so we're going to talk about these next two subjects. These will be our big picture subjects to start Tuesday's show, but just a little tease, a little info. People have been calling it the Mahomes dump. I think I saw, it might have even been that market movers nonsense. We're talking about how people have sold at 8,500 now on his Prism PSA 10s. Let's just calm down. Mahomes stuff (laughs) is down about 20%. One person listed a buy it now at 8,500 bucks. It got snapped up quick. That is not, that is not a market setting trend. It was one card by some guy who probably just needed money quick. Mahomes stuff, if you are dumb enough to be selling it off and dumping it, I, I, I don't have any I don't have any wisdom for you. I mean, you're just a clown. Most people are not doing this. If you want to sell the stuff for 20% off right now, fine. That's you know, it was gonna drop. He just lost the Super Bowl. We're coming into the offseason. No problem. But if if you're like desperate to sell it, I, I just don't I, I think you're just super short-sighted. No reason to dump Mahomes stuff. Quite frankly, in another month or so, I'm gonna be telling you to buy Mahomes stuff when it hits the actual bottom. I would so like to that. point out this is exactly what you said was going to happen as well. That yeah, as course. soon as he lost, it was going to go down a little, and then and it's going, going to go back to up the, when he comes And back. we're going into the offseason. He's still the guy in the league to beat. So anybody who watched that game, too, there's no question he's he is the guy in the NFL right now. Um, and then the vintage baseball market, again, I'm going to see if, if uh, Indy will do a little homework here. I'd like to throw <laughs> some names at him and have him break down uh, some vintage stuff. I am big into vintage. When I At the end of the show, we're going to do the weekly pickups. I'll, t- I'll tell you like the vintage stuff I picked up this week. Vintage is probably the safest market. It's kind of like real estate has always been perceived. It's just a slow grow. I like the vintage market. There's a bunch of names. Like I said, we'll really get into that more and have like the numbers and the stat breakdown and all that on uh, Tuesday's show. But I think vintage baseball, especially I go graded. I don't mess around with raw vintage, too many fakes or altered stuff. But same thing. If you can get vintage baseball under comparable pricing right now or at comparable pricing, I think it's a good buy, period. The only exception to that would be Hank Aaron. Him dying spiked his market like crazy. I have not bought a Hank Aaron card since, and I would not. I would hold off. You think off he's on overpriced? Him. Yeah, just you're right in the middle of that hype, so and no yeah. reason to. I now have a note. It's an orange. Jesse's take. A little <laughs> professional jealousy okay. here. I had my own take segment. Now Jesse has his take. Can you introduce me like I introduced Mikey's take? Jesse's take. <laughs> Congratulations. That was so fantastic. Here we go. Jesse gets it with his take of the week. Take it away, Jesse boy. <laughs> Thank you so much, Michael Giuseppe. Uh, folks, Full name. we keep getting a lot of emails about non-football, basketball, baseball-related cards. Yes. Um, I finally decided to go out on a little limb. I got, I got you a little research. Uh, very interesting to see some of these prices. They're exploding just the same as everything else. So... If you're into uh, a little wrestling, that's what we're going to talk about today. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Let's start there. 
1997. Stop laughing. I have, I, my Stop goal laughing. was, and I'm not going to interrupt again. I'm just going to say this. I, I, my oh goal was to just let you, because I think you have a lot of wisdom. I've said this to you <laughs> privately, never publicly and never to your sure. face. No, Jesse is that. a very intelligent guy, smarter Thank than you. me in almost every other area of life except for sports. When you are about to give people what could be viewed as financial <laughs> advice and you start with and you do the leaning, wrestling, it's just tough. Like I've never seen Warren Buffett make like a Doritos you joke. Don't, and you then don't lean know in. what he does. I'm He's- done. I am super excited for Jesse's take. Win some words. Jesse, take it away. Wrestling talk. Wrestling <laughs> talk. I'm just saying, we don't need I'm just telling you where the boy am is doing. I'm telling you where the money is. Okay. Oh. Who, who in, in their adulthood still watches wrestling? Okay, there may be a lot of you, but I know that there's plenty more that watch as kids, and those are the ones listening now who collected some of these cards that may be sitting on a nice pile of cash. That's all it is. So Stone Cold Steve Austin, it's, a, it's the Cardinal WWF. It was a trivia game card, but it is known now as his rookie card. It's got yellow all around the border. Fun fact, there are 28 PSA-graded cards last PSA, PSA total, total grade, total pop, total okay. pop. There's 28 of them. Okay. So already Super you're, low. you're looking at crazy low numbers there. I could not find a single 10 that sold the nines that are selling. The last one was back in November for $325. His what? base ones though, currently because guys are already wanting to go get graded. Non-graded cars are selling for 150 bucks. Couldn't find one for less. So so safe to say that nine in November, I mean, if it just followed every other market, which it looks like. So worst case, I would say a 30 percent bump. Four hundred. Well, well, when you see some of these other numbers that have more recent sales, you're going to think there's going to be some money. You're you're probably a little low. So let's see. Uh, The Rocky, the Rocky Mavio, otherwise known as The Rock. Do you know what The Rock is cooking? I thought it was Stallone. No, his real name, I guess, like. When he when his card has his real name, I guess, which is Rocky, maybe. I don't know if that's right, but that's at least what the card says. It's the same thing. Yellow border. This is the Cardinal WWF previous series. Only 74 total What population. year is this? What year is this card? This is 97. These are uh, this All 97. Is, both 97. <clears throat> okay. So you're looking at no PSA 10s sold that, that I was able to find. PSA 9 sold a month ago. It was $2,000. Currently just sold $4,000. Oh, a full double. $4,000 a month later for the Jeez. PSA 9. Uh, I couldn't find a PSA 8, but the, there was a BGS 8.5 that was 350 bucks two months ago. So you think three months ago, two, 350 So I five, mean, six? Yeah, I, at least. So Not to mention, uh, did you, are you going to mention that college uniform thing I told you about? The college uniform, what you said, give it from some Miami. Numbers, like 40-something? Yeah, the one from Miami. So it's the one Gary V showed. It's from the Sports Illustrated. It has the, I can never say the word, the per- 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 little edge. The perforated? You, there you go. You <laughs> had to literally fold them up and like rip them out of a magazine back then. So it's an oversized card. A PSA 10 just sold on bids for 45000 plus on eBay. He talked about like guys like that being pop culture superstars now too, which Stone Cold is. Stone Cold has a podcast. Well, that's the thing. Interesting he, story. He's relevant. Not as highly rated last week on the charts as this podcast. Don't want we to were twenty eight. He was twenty nine. He could he could literally <laughs> just break both of us in half with like a pinky. That's what's great. For that. Just remote. We can just talk. Like yeah, he's gonna be the next third man. Sure. Um, last one. 
Hulk Hogan, 1985. This is a Topps card. This is an actual Topps card, WWF rookie card. Population still only 351. 1985 Topps. 1985 Topps. Okay. PSA 10s, there's 13 of them. Let me guess. Two weeks ago, how much did you get sold? Two weeks ago, pop. Man, that's low. And that's recent. 3,500. 18,500. And I love that you lowballed it because I knew you didn't know what the actual number was. But I had no idea. Still, $18,500 for Hulk Hogan. I mean, it's Sheesh. not limited to the Morants. It's not limited to the Jordans. This is this is Across all the cards. Yeah. Um, who, doesn't, who doesn't know Hulk, too? Like, honestly. Exactly. Yeah. And so there's 13 of the, of the PSA 10s. There's nine. Uh, I'm sorry. There's 102 of the PSA 9s. Those are 2,300. Um, okay, so PSA, 12 to 14% of the 10. PSA 8's, $750. $750. I'm just Crazy. saying, wrestling is taking off. Uh, it's time to get in the wrestling game, guys. That's just take right of the week. This is, I like, this was your best take of all time. See, supportive again. I First like it. Came best. prepared, made it relevant. I like it. Man, wrestling <laughs> nuts, huh? The People have also asked that we start talking about hockey, Soccer, soccer. We even had a couple this week. Pokemon. WNBA. I don't talk about those things because I don't know anything about them. I'm not trying to disparage sports. I'm just stupid in those areas. So I'm not going <laughs> to sit here and try to fake it. Sorry. You, you and I can have that conversation. It would go over great on the podcast. It already is. 101. 101. What are we doing? What's the term? What are we talking this week? This week, guys want to know when and what to grade in, and give us some oh. terms as we're doing this. Because Okay. Grading, yeah, yeah. So a lot of people have said, hey, I have all these cards in the closet. What do I do with them? I know grading increases value. Should I should I grade stuff? So a couple of just baseline thoughts to keep in mind. First of all, if you need help with grading in your experience and you just need someone to grade them for you, go to the website, sportscardsnonsense.com. Under the card services, we've got three graders there. Click on them. They all do individual things. They get they carry no problem. But for the guys who are 19 levels below that, have no idea what. So some easy rules to follow. If it's a card within the last 25 to 30 years, uh, even even more than that, 30 to 40 years, there's no reason, for example, if you have a Shaq rookie from 1992, just look at it. Are the borders even all around the card? That's what we call centering. Are the corners dinged up? If it has a black background, do you see chipping, like white chips on the back? You know, if if with the naked eye, you can see defections in the card, then defects in the card, then obviously there's something wrong with it. It's not going to grade out very high. So just, first of all, just look at it yourself. You don't need some expert to do this. Be honest. Look at the card. Do you see anything wrong with it? And then just start price comparing things. So if this card, if you look on eBay and raw, just as it sits, not graded, sells for 50 bucks. Okay, well, just factor in between shipping and everything. Cheapest case, you're probably going to pay 25 bucks to $30 for the card. So if the card is a PSA 10 only sells for 150 bucks. Now, 150 compared to 50, $30 risk. I might. What I generally try to do is, what does a PSA 9 sell for? Because reasonably, I'm almost always just at this point expecting my stuff will 9, not 10. So if that's, it will grade a 9, not grade a 10. So if that $50 card is a 9, goes to $100, and a 10 is $200, I'm going to take a shot. Because a 9 is going to cover the 30 bucks I have into it for grading, and it's going to be a $20 bump, and there's a chance it bumps to a 10, and then it's just big money. That's kind of... Go ahead. Just before you jump too far. So when you're talking about the pricing on grading, though, you're talking about standard pricing. There's other options as far as because I know personally, if I'm going to get something graded, I don't want to wait 
like whatever the wait times are. You're going to wait. Like, yeah. So here's the other thing. Wait times right now are absolutely insane. If you're doing 45-day bulk submission service with PSA, even BGS is, is not bulk like that, but different time frame, it's it's six months plus. It just is. That, that's but there's options to get it faster though, right? There's some, but they're not much faster now. Basically, anything the service is, it's just way, way long. So 20-day service is three to four months out. The 10-day service they ran for a while is two months out. They're just crazy overloaded with stuff. So that's another thing. And that's why I use bulk submitters like the three companies on our site. I just think it's a better option. Then I get updates from them through their websites. They're the ones tracking the card. I don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. But I never grade with the thought of I'm going to get this thing back quick and flip it. You just can't. Unless you're going to pay for overnight or one or two day service, which is hundreds of dollars plus the value of the card. But in general, I would say another thing. A lot of guys asked, hey, this is a card I'm never going to sell. My mom got me for this 20 years ago and I always want to keep it. Should I grade it? If it's worth at least a, a decent amount of money, again, $50 to $100, I would say, yeah, go ahead and grade it. Grading is going to do, first of all, it'll increase the value at least a little bit, and it keeps it permanently encased. In, in, in it's going to be protected at least. So it's never a bad option if it's stuff you're just going to keep. And who cares if you have to wait six months to get the card back? You're not selling it anyways. Where you run into trouble is guys who are trying to go out and buy John Morant, Zion, Lucas. Oh, I'm just going to grade these things quick and get them back and make money. Well, if the card doesn't come back for six to eight months, you're in the middle of the offseason. So you got to be real careful with that. The other thing I tell people, too, we've gotten this question a lot. There's other other grading cards. The only two I ever recommend are Beckett, which is BGS, and PSA. But guys want to know, well, hey, this is in a different holder. What if I buy and SGC if it's vintage? Not new, but SGC as vintage has a real premium as well. Um, but guys want to know, hey, what if I just buy this other crap brand graded card that's a 10 and cross it over to PSA? Nine times out of 10, it's not going to work. First of all, those card companies, the grading companies, were just not as particular with checking. Hey, is this card authentic in the first place? They weren't as strict with the parameters that the other companies are. So I never would buy a card like that with the intent to flip it to a, another company. Maybe it works once in a while, but in by and large, I think you're just wasting your time. So uh, again, that term pop, population. You can always look up on Beckett, BGS, or on PSA and see how many of those cards exist. So the opening segment, you know, Tracy McGrady, 1997 card. Yeah, we know by looking at the population report, there are 300 of this grade, 200 of the other, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, the other question that's come up a lot too is like, well, what is, a, what is a PSA 10 worth compared to a raw card? There's no standard rule anymore. Nothing. I mean, there are some, and if it's vintage, there's absolutely nothing because nobody I know is paying good money for a raw Michael Jordan rookie because if it's not graded by now, 99 times out of 100, it's fake. So you're not going to get anything for it, hardly anything. Whereas if it graded a PSA 10, it's worth 750000 Now with more modern stuff, you know, paper rookies that you're pulling out of a card right now, like top series one that came out this week, you, maybe you pull a Joe Adele rookie. Again, I haven't seen sales for this, but if his raw card sells for 50 bucks, a PSA 10 on paper inserts like that, or paper base rookies like that is generally three to four times. So I would expect if the card is 50 bucks raw, 150 to $200 as a graded card, uh, as a gem mint. Um, BGS is a little bit lower than that, two and a half times ish on new stuff. But would you say though, like when guys are selling base on eBay or whatever the case is, they there's a good idea of what it's going to grade for. Say we're not, you know, we're not concerned about it being a fake or whatever, but there's a good idea of what it's going to grade for, just because you can see centering from pictures yeah, in I, I, general. You can't get specific correct. to nine or ten, but maybe you could say, oh, that's eight. for sure going to be an eight or something. Anything raw on eBay, I just assume is going to be grade a seven or an eight. 
I just figure this day and age, if people are smart enough to be selling on eBay, they're smart enough to know the grading process and how much money's in it. If it was going to grade a 10 or look like it, they they probably would have submitted it themselves. So yeah, I just, with nothing wrong with buying raw cars either. And you don't have to grade. There's plenty of money to be made just buying and flipping singles without grading it. And with the delays, it's becoming a more valid option anyways. But if you're going to get into the grading game, just be prepared to wait because it is. It's just a wait. But PSA and Beckett are the only two I would use for those things. I wouldn't mess around with anybody else. People also say, well, if PSA has such a premium, why do people use Beckett? Well, PSA charges based on the value of the card on the back end. You submit a Michael Jordan rookie and it comes back in eight, which is worth 20 grand right now, you're probably going to pay a couple thousand dollars to get that card back in grading fees, or at least over a thousand. I'm not super clear with the rates there, but there's a huge upcharge based on the final value of the card if it's over a certain amount. And PSA wait times are longer than Beckett right now. Beckett also has a totally different holder. I actually really like the look of a Beckett holder. Um, now, if I'm going to send in raw stuff, in general, I prefer PSA because why not take a shot at a PSA 10? But with Becca, you got to remember, if you get a 9.5, that is gem mint. Gem mint in Beckett is not comparable to PSA 10 gem mint. But a Beckett pristine, which is a BGS 10, outsells a PSA 10. So there's always that chance as well. So there are good and bad with both. Really, it's just a matter of what you like and what you're looking to do with the card is really what it comes down to. Awesome. That oh, is th- the 101. I know, have I insulted you once yet today, by the way? You see it's this? making the audience and myself feel very uncomfortable. You tell me you have feelings, and what do I do? I cradle <laughs> them. I didn't say I had feelings. None of this is all for the show, guys. I can be very I don't have feelings. I can be I'm, very, I'm super I can be very compassionate. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah. A toast to breakfast. Straight cash, homie. Uh, Everybody's favorite. I'm giving you two real quick. I gave Jesse the assignment this week. I was like, you come up with one. I I have not heard what it is. I know it's crazy expensive. I don't know what the thing is. Uh, Two this week. Two that I consider to be relatively cheap and relatively safe. Uh, Ronald Acuna. I'm always just going to call him Acuna, by the way. People email and said I'm pronouncing it wrong. I don't care. It's Ronald Acuna (laughs) to me. Ronnie McDonald. 2018 Topps Update and 2018 Topps Heritage. Both as a PSA 10. High population on both. No reason to mess around with Raw. 
The update card is about $200. The Heritage card is about $100. Just a base PSA 10. Acuna, Acuna, Ronnie, whatever, is one of the best players Acuna in baseball. Matata. He's going to jump. We saw what it did last year at the height of the market, and the height of the market last year is not going to match the height of the market this year. So I think conservatively, both those cards could take a 30% bump over the next one to two months. I just think they're relatively cheap and very safe investments. I would I would grab a couple of those. Perfect. Jesse's straight cash homie. Am I reading this right? $1,500. All right, all right. What is it? Tony Hawk, I kid you not, you are going is all selling for crazy money right now. Okay, guys, if you've got the, I don't, I had a grandfather who collected National Geographic magazines. If you've got somebody who has a collection of kids sports illustrated magazines, first question: Why are they collecting kids sports illustrated magazines? That's fair. But secondly, after that's done, go through them. Nineteen ninety. You're going to find a set of cards. These, again, these are perforated cards. So they come on a sheet. You literally have to tear them out. You want to be very gentle with the Tony Hawk because it is. there is currently 76 in population, total population. The 8, the PSA 8, because I can't even find a 9 or 10 because there's only two 10s in Which nine makes sense. Nines. Trying to rip those things out. Exactly. Like every, right. time, every time I was a kid, I tear one out. There's always like the big... Yeah, you're not known, the card you're not known for your delicacy. Right? <laughs> I have very large fingers. That's okay. Uh, PSA 8. There's 26 of them. They are currently selling for $1,500. For and, a PSA 8. And that is a jump what of heck? 100% from last week. Last week, they were selling for 800 They are now, there's been two sold this week for 1500 Yeah, I, I think Hall. this is the trend, man. Honestly, the non-sports stuff. I love you wearing a green shirt in front of a green screen, by the way. I like that your head just kind of <laughs> floats all, in and out. For those on the podcast just listening, you are missing out how my You're body missing. is disappearing. I will not Wonderful. change shirts. I all wear right, green so there you and go. that's it. Ronald Lacuna and Tony Hawk. I like it. Tony, I, I like it. It's a different aspect. So cool. Tony Hawk. Yep. What's Give me the set in the year again. All that. That is 1990 Tony Hawk Sports Illustrated Kids. Cool. There you go. All right. We All did right. not do mailbag with the with the uh, with Tony Hawk. We didn't do it with him either. We didn't do any mailbag <laughs> on the Gary Vee episode, so we're going to do a little bit of a larger mailbag today. What do you All got? Right. I don't know any of these questions again, too, which I like. I like that you keep these things to yourself now. I, I'm just hoping that you're able to answer them. That's my only fear. We'll just edit it um, out if I can't. <laughs> All right. We got CK Courier from Instagram asking, what's the best way to avoid fraud, fakes, card cutters, etc.? And... Does PSA or BGS, do they detect fakes? And can you buy a fake that has been graded? What do you know about fakes, Mike? Man, can you ask a longer question? Holy smokes. There's it's um, just about fakes. So, what do you know? So, yeah, I mean, obviously, like Jordan, especially with vintage stuff, ton of counterfeit fake cards, no question. Um, there's also been some scandal lately with fake uh BGS holders, I think, or PSA holders. One of the companies just had a run in with this. It was BGS, actually. actually. Somebody's actually replicating the holders themselves. You have to be careful. You know, you can check up with those serial numbers online to see what the card is um, and what it's supposed to be in that holder. Um, when it comes to actually buying stuff, I don't know, you know, be selective. Even on eBay, you know, people always ask, why do the stuff for these consigners sell so much higher? In general, it's because, you know, like PC Sports Card is our, is our card consigner. People know that company. They know he's trustworthy, so they would rather spend their money there if they're buying an expensive card. That's what I would do. Find somebody with good feedback on eBay, or if you're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, 
find your mutual friends or mutual followers. See who can vouch for the person. Has anybody else done business with them? You know, there are ways. And then just avoid things. Like I had a guy reach out to me this morning on Facebook. He might be the nicest guy in the world. I don't know him. Sent me a picture of a Willie Mays rookie card. Raw. I wouldn't touch it for 10 bucks. I have no idea if that card's real or not. Just no reason. And again, I have no reason to suspect it isn't, except you just have to be skeptical in the market now. So, you know, overall, just kind of common sense, be cautious. And when you pay for things, here's another thing. If you pay Venmo or Cash App, there's no percussion or, or repercussion for that. PayPal goods. People like to knock on PayPal, and, and rightly so. PayPal's caused a lot of people some trouble. But if you pay PayPal goods and services, they take their 3% cut off of the seller's end, but you then have a claim. You can open a claim if you don't get the item that you're supposed to get. So I, I am still a big advocate of PayPal. Uh, have you ever seen a card be faked? Has that ever I bought come a up? Fa- I bought a that, fake. I'm sorry, I bought that a was fake. PSA graded. Yep, I bought a fake PSA 9 Michael Jordan at the 2017 Nationals. 5000 bucks. Came back fake. I sent it in to be re-slabbed. It was in an wow. old PSA holder, so you couldn't look it up as accurately because the new ones have that silver hologram in the middle. Mm-hmm. Those can probably still be fake, but they're super difficult to fake. This was in the old holder, but it was an in-person deal. I'm looking at this guy in the face. I'm thinking, surely it looks good. Thought everything was good to go. Sent it back in to get re-slabbed in a new holder. Came back fake. Yep. Wow. So it, I, don't it re- I don't remember that story. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, I, was, I was just started out 2017. I just this is why I'm just starting to go really full time, travel with it, do the whole thing. Yep. All right, good stuff. Um, let's go. King Griffin from Facebook asks, "What's Mike's dream card in grade?" I think the grade obviously would be a ten. But yeah, what's your it. absolute dream card? What do you want? I want it back. 2000 playoff contenders Tom Brady rookie autograph. It's called the championship ticket. It was numbered out of a hundred. I sold the one I had for like 7500 bucks. It was graded at, I think, an eight. Uh, that card now, if I had to guess, I mean, again, grade-wise, obviously, it'd be gem mint. I, that's a, a gem mint card of that is probably close to a million dollars now. Um, but just having oh. that card back would be cool because I sold it for, I think I bought it for 1800 bucks, and a year later, after they won the Super Bowl against Seattle, I sold it for like 7500 if I remember right. I would like mm. to have that card back. <laughs> I could, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, all right. Twitter user. Oh, man. KFC dog. KFC dog asks, is it worthwhile grading one of one cards or SSPs? Do you know super, what, what is SSP? Super short print. So super short print stuff. Yes. And one of ones. Yes. Again, people sometimes confuse like, well, grading is just to increase value. Grading also makes it way easier for you to sell a card. So a one of one, the question comes up, well, how does it increase the value? There's only one of them anyways. First of all, this is a, a myth. Yes, that individual card may be numbered one of one. Everybody has a bunch of one of one cards. Every player has a bunch of different versions from different products. So there's like this mystique that it's the only one, and there should be, but it's you can do research and find other one of ones of any player on the market. I like grading it because in general, a one of one's valuable. Get it graded. That way there's no condition issue. The person knows what they're buying. It keeps it safe, and it's just an easier sale to make. Let's mail back we'll for do the week. And we'll, we'll, we'll work on the questions, too, going forward, guys. We appreciate all the feedback. We do want to try to work those in when we can. Yeah, we'll new try to get segment. more of you next week. Another um, new dumb name. I came up right. with this one all by myself. Ringer no. Discord-ish. There like, you go. Oh, it's, it's kind of like a Discord. It's dumb. Yeah. So I, I've been trying <laughs> to get more involved with this company and listen to what other people are saying and like what's going on. And is there some, sort of a card angle? So I listened to Danny Kelly. I don't know if that's his real name. I have no idea who Danny Kelly is. I hope so. That is like out of an Irish novel. Just good old Danny Kelly. Danny, if it was O'Kelly, would be perfect. Danny O'Kelly <laughs> down at the pub. 
He was talking all about the quarterback. Is. That's just a great name. I mean, come on. And as pale as you are with that green shirt, you and Danny are cousins. I guarantee it. <laughs> I've got a shamrock right behind me if you need it. Sure. I digress. <laughs> uh, he was talking all about the upcoming quarterback class. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields. Jesse was talking about like wrestling and other different things. The Tony Hawk card. Uh, Gary V kind of talked about this too. I think there are probably items right now, like team promo sets and different things with these cards. Those three quarterbacks in particular, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields. I would buy it. I, I think those guys are going to set the whole market on fire even more so than this year, which is crazy to think about. But that class has so much hype. I would go out and get anything I could card-wise of these guys from college, different variations, whatever you can find. I, I didn't spend a ton of time looking, but I, I guarantee there's cards out there. I think it's a good buy right now because you're seeing people spill off into those alternative markets. So I like that. And then on the mismatch show uh, with Chris Vernon and Kevin O'Connor. So Chris Vernon is the guy who found me. Uh, found us, I should say. Um, Thank you. Take it easy. I see you smirking there. Found us. I'm sorry. I don't put call, us on TikTok, buddy. Don't call me after the show. So Vernon's <laughs> the man, my favorite guy at the company, hands down. Um, so they were talking about the how, how quick young guys develop. Because there's been talk about like LaMelo Ball. We talk about him too. You know, a couple of years ago, 10, 15 years ago, that wouldn't be possible. Point guard in the NBA was just, it's just, it's a quarterback on the floor. It's such a difficult position to learn. But now in back to back years, you're seeing point guards come in and succeed immediately. Ja last year, LaMelo this year, those guys were spot on. You know, that's just something that is so, it was so tough back then, but these guys are now conditioned. The NBA, I feel like those guys at such a young age, 19, 20 years old, come into the league super conditioned to just thrive which is insane. And social media has a lot to do with that. LaMelo stuff, anytime we tag him in a video or a post on TikTok, wherever, his stuff takes off. We get more views and activity there. Uh, but it definitely huge. speaks to the to the culture around the league now. Young guys are coming in ready to play and ready to take off, which I think is great. So anyways, I thought it'd be kind of a fun little segment once in a while, kind of play off some of the other shows here at The Ringer. I don't know. The more I think about it, the less as I As long like as they it, do the so. same for us, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Build that community. Uh, real quick, two weekly pickups this week. This might be my most active week of spending in the history of my life, quite frankly. I bought a couple thousand dollars worth of just small stuff. Like we were talking about the other day, I've been loading up on Vlad, cheap Vlad rookies. I like Acuna rookies, Sotos, all the baseball stuff, especially base. I've been loading up in the $50 to $200 range. Uh, made some cool purchases. Though. I got a Walter Payton PSA 8 rookie. Stupid cheap. I don't have the number in front of me. That card is so undervalued for what most people would argue is the greatest running back of all time. I don't understand why that's not a $5,000 card. Makes zero sense to me. I got a Sandy Koufax PSA 5 rookie. So that's out of 1955 tops. I paid two grand for that card. Koufax is going to have the same thing. If you have money to spend on Koufax, I think it's a good play because he's an all-time great. He's from that Hank Aaron era. And when he dies, his stuff is going to do what Aaron's did, jump through the roof. Uh, and then the two, two of the biggest cards I've ever bought in my life, actually, uh, aside from the Jordan last. But I split the Jordan, so that didn't really count. Kobe, 1996, Kobe Flair, Row Zero, 9.5 rookie. One actually closed last night, so uh, Wednesday night, at just over 28,000 on bids. I got this for just over 25 grand. So when you were asking me about the Kobe market, is it just starting? I think that's a card that's going to get crazy. His high end stuff, I fully expect that to be a thirty-five dollars to $40,000 card in a When's couple Hall of months. Fame? May. Right? So you think in some time around May? I think it's going to be a slow build to them. I think we're going to see a jump then. And then, you know, a couple months after that, we get the NBA playoffs, which just brings more attention to the game. You know, kind of that trickle-down effect. That is the biggest basketball card I've ever bought on my own. I was, I'm actually, was pretty excited about that. It's an awesome looking card. Does Hannah know about that? She knows. (laughs) She knows. Uh, 
Plus, it's gone. That, that can, that's one of those cards that comes into the house. You go right to the bank with it. And then the other one, again, I like Koufax for the fact that there's going to be that huge jump when he dies. Not that we're trying to be morbid. Willie Mays. Willie Mays, if you look at what he did for the game, Mantle outsells him 5-10 to 1. It's insane how outsell, how much he gets outsold by Mantle. Willie Mays has his 1951 Bowman, actually the same year as Mantle's rookie. I got a Willie Mays 1951 PSA 6 rookie. It's a little bit of a smaller card. That set was just a little bit smaller. It's a horizontal card. Awesome coloring. So it's, just, it's just a cool card. Uh, it was 38000 bucks. I honestly think, again, that is a card to me, though, that you look at mantles from that year. Actually, real quick, Jesse, 1951 Bowman, Mickey Mantle, PSA 6. The reason I, I bought this and was super excited to do it, I think Maze is obviously, in terms of sports relevance, grail level with anybody. One of the top two, three, four, five players of all time in baseball. The card is, what, 70 years old at this point. I think he's always been underappreciated, just like Hank Aaron was. We saw what happened with Aaron. When Hank Aaron died, his stuff jumped 40 to 80%. His rookie stuff through the roof. I think the same thing will happen with Willie Mays, and I think it's safe enough where we're not ever going to see that card dip. And what's crazy about that is the only other PSA 6 listed right now for Mays is 100000 or best offer. It uh, hasn't sold, but it's just sitting there. There's nothing else even listed in that grade. Last one sold Mantle? was in December. Yeah, for same thing, PSA 6. But December, it was 22000 I mean, you think about the jump since December we've seen. You're talking Mickey Mantle? 1951 Bowman Mickey Mantle, rookie card, PSA 6. There's no way. You don't believe? I don't oh, believe gosh. it. Now I'm going to do a bunch of typing, and Corey's going to be mad at me. <laughs> we might have to but delete I have part to, of this. We might have to get rid of this whole Our, thing. <laughs> do you think you overpaid? Did you get taken? I don't, I don't, I'm not worried about overpaying. Not even close. I mean, I, I, I obviously, think great- eventually it's going to be crazy, but. I think it's crazy right now, honestly. I think it's a great buy. I just think Mantle amazes that guy just like Hank Aaron. He's just kind of been overlooked and taken like, oh, yeah. Okay, so December 13th, PSA 6. Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm okay with that sale. Mantle's tough, too, because this 52 sells way more. I'm fine. I have no problem. I bet that Mantle is worth 80 to 100 grand right now, at least. Do we talk about the fact that there's a buy it now for 17,000 for the PSA 6 as well? For? That card that we're talking about. That Are you, you saying I made a off? bad buy? I'm not. I don't keep this in. Keep this in. I don't like what I'm hearing. 17 I'm grand. Buy it now. It's going to really? go up over time. It doesn't matter. I think I made a good buy. And I'm not sure you're looking <laughs> at the right thing. Now I want to know what you're I'm, looking at. I'm 100% looking at the right thing. 99,000 are best offer with 21 watchers. That's all I see. You I don't see, see the 1951 Bowman? Oh, well, Mickey, hey, so, so that has... When it has letters next to it, that means there's a qualifier, so it's not a pure grade. So that knocks it down. General, This is 101. Glad you said that. General rule. So that knocks it down about two grades. So, for example, if it says PSA 8 and it has OC, off-center, there's a bunch of different qualifications. That would be more equivalent to a PSA 6. So, yeah, I I feel good about what I bought. This thing has 21 watchers, 99 grand. Again, and he hasn't died. The spike hasn't even happened. I'm good with my 38. I think I could sell it. Or excuse me, I say 38 for 40, not 38. I think it's going to be 40 to 60. I think it's 40 to 50 right now. So I think we probably paid about market. I think it's going to go absolutely through the roof. I do. I I think May's stuff has always been underrated. I'm happy with it. I think you actually did good. Now that I look at more of these, the ones that don't have it on there, the PSA 5s, the buy it nows are like 45 and 55. So The PSA 4 just sold last night for 12. So Jeez. I'm okay with it. I don't think, like I said, I don't think I'm going to flip that tomorrow and make any money on the 40. 
But I do think eventually, I think that's a guy in a year or two years when he passes and the market's still hot like it's going to be. It's just a card people view as very safe. You're not going to buy Amaze and get murdered. So we went way over time today. Actually, I would see this is what happens when I'm kind. When I'm angry, I talk a lot faster. I'm insulting people. It's a lot shorter show. Uh, so there you go. We'll be back on f- Tuesday. I keep thinking today is Tuesday. We'll be back next Tuesday. Sports cards nonsense. Final plug of the day here. Make sure you check it out. Uh, it's powered by Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network. Make sure you check it out anywhere you get your podcasts, especially Spotify, but anywhere else it's available. You can actually watch the video on Spotify. I just found that out this week because I'm a little <laughs> stupid. Little you can also watch it on the Ringer YouTube network. Watch it wherever you want to watch it. You can find us, Sports Cards Nonsense, on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. There's a Facebook group as well. It's a huge forum. It's actually got a couple thousand people in the last week. We've been pouring a bunch of attention there because it's super easy and it's an open forum, which I love for questions and different things. So check that out as well. Don't Jesse, forget the website, today. Sports Cards website. Sports, sports Cards, cards Nonsense. nonsense. SportsCardsNonsense.com. Favorite portion of the show. We're going to end with this. Jesse's grade of the day. I'm going a strong B+. If you weren't wearing a green shirt in front what, of a what's green my screen. PSI, what's my PSA grading? It was going to be a 10. It's going to be a 9 OC off color. Green shirt in front of a green <laughs> screen. That's a you problem. <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Peace.